because I believe science might offer an answer to the curse of the Bambino. Why someone took so long to hire that guy is beyond me. Anybody who's not tearing their team down right now and rebuilding it using your model, they're dinosaurs. One of the great things about money is it, it buys a lot of things. One of which is the luxury to disregard what baseball likes, doesn't like, what baseball thinks, doesn't think. <laughs> it's a threatening, not just a way of doing business, but, it's, but in their minds, it's threatening the game. How can you not be romantic about baseball? All right, Brent Porcio here at another Baseball Ops podcast. Uh, we've got special guest Thomas Casey with uh, Unearthed. We're going to learn all about his, it's a nonprofit, right? Yep. Nonprofit. Yeah. yeah um, Baseball Academy in Tampa. Uh, first, um, I'll have him introduce himself and tell, just basically tell him how old you are. And um, uh, you're obviously from Tampa, so I guess just introduce yourself. Uh, what's up, guys? My name's Thomas Casey. I'm 27 years old. Um, I'm actually from California, oh, you are? but that. I've lived all over the place. I've lived in California, Arizona, Utah, New York, Texas, and now Florida. Um, and you played where you and you played where'd you play yeah i i started off my career at west point um or the united states military academy for three semesters then i transferred to navarro junior college and finished off uh at texas a&m university corpus christi we just went to west point we, i went out there tried to get in but i didn't I mean, my dad was in the military, so I know what an, a base is like, and I was just assuming it was gonna be like a campus. And then I get there, and they're like, "Do you have, a, you have basically a permission or a card to get in?" I'm like, "Oh, this is a full blown military <laughs> base." I mean, they run it; it's, it's a military base, isn't it? Yep, yep. Yeah. The military police will pretty hardcore. Yeah, they don't play around. <laughs> well, cool. So, I want to do this podcast about what you've evolved into following your career. I want you to kind of talk about why you started this academy. Um, just kind of tell us that, and then we'll later on go into your mission. But, like, tell them what in your career led you to want to start the academy, and uh, and then we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, so the dream of Unearthed kind of came from the actually the director of the Underground Network, which is uh, – essentially a network of a bunch of different what you call micro churches in the Tampa area. And then it's actually international now as well. Um, but it's people who are just trying to reach uh, the communities where they're at. And what we wanted to do with Unearth was essentially to uh, reach people and reach inner city youth through sports and fitness and give them a place and like a training platform that they wouldn't have uh, just because they either don't have the money or don't have the access to a good facility like that. Um, so that that's kind of how the dream started. And one of our partners up in Birmingham, Alabama called a four one, um, they actually have been doing uh, this uh, nonprofit sports complex up in Titusville, which is the inner city in Birmingham, um, for I think five years now. And we, I went up to uh, Birmingham to kind of see what they were doing, and I just like fell in love with their their heart and their mission, and um, wanted to create something similar down in Tampa. So, how, I mean, how did that come out of your career that way? So, like when you're when you're got to the end of your career, or I mean, first of all, how did your career end, and then how did it step into wanting to do this? So, 
I was a guy, so I partially tore my UCL when I was at Navarro, um, took a medical red shirt and then ended up having three years at Texas A&M University Corpus Christi, where I was kind of like, I just went through phases. I was like healthy, then not healthy, healthy, then not healthy. Cause I never actually got the surgery, um, to fix my elbow, but I had a really amazing athletic trainer who like fixed a lot of my hip mobility issues and, um, kind of improved a lot of my overall kinetic chain. I just never really sequenced it properly as I learned uh, You've been recently. <laughs> um, but the, my career ended, um, really because, um, I had a couple opportunities. Um, I had a couple tryouts with some big league teams, but I just didn't have enough innings in like my college career and didn't have great stats. Um, so where they didn't want to take, they didn't want to risk like they didn't want to risk it on me when I was only throwing like 90, 91. Um, and then I had like an independent ball offer, but I kind of really felt like, um, at least the independent ball league that was offered me was kind of putting off the rest of my life. And I felt like God was calling me away from that. And, uh, that's what made me actually brought me to Tampa is I was, uh, the best MBA program that I got into that I had applied for was the university of Tampa. And so I went out and got my MBA at the university of Tampa and, um, had then I started working for Morgan Stanley. Um, and then really felt like kind of God was calling me away from that. Um, and ended up leaving Morgan Stanley and right after that, starting the starting unearthed. Um, well, cool. So talk about like where you are now and you said you've had a few facilities and you're even moving again. So talk about like, the challenges you've gone through getting it going and um, what's really helped in that process though. Yeah. The, so we're moving out of our, the first facility we had, we have a good relationship with um, university mall, which is right near USF. Um, It's on Fowler. If anyone listening to this is from Tampa, Um, but university mall essentially is your traditional mall and malls are failing a lot recently. Um, especially with like Amazon and they can't compete with like the online retail. Um, so what they want to do is create something like something that is bringing people to like hang out at a place. So that could be like a cafe, a juice bar, rock climbing, like some sort of thing that brings people to the mall. And then because they're there, they'll shop. Um, so they were playing around with the idea of like, Oh, we'd like, we'd love to have a sports complex here. And there was a abandoned section of the mall where essentially they weren't doing anything with it anyways. And, um, they let, it was an old, old Navy and they said, could you build something here? And so I started basically actively trying to find, um, like equipment and donors and, uh, people to just, build something and the the budget we started with was about like 50,000 that budget ended up getting cut to like 20,000 um so it was a lot of god just providing like really great um materials or just people who were very generous and um we were able to put together uh some good like lifting equipment and we have a little 40 by 90 foot um indoor field the walls we actually used the shelving at the old navy and essentially just repurposed it That's cool. um so i i i wasn't that great with tools before the sports complex and i kind of out of necessity became decently good with tools after mm-hmm. um but we we built that out and so we do 
we essentially started off just focusing on soccer. My wife, who also runs it with me, she was a college soccer player. Um, and we started off doing pickup soccer and then like group fitness classes. And I always felt this pull and this call that I wanted to bring baseball into it, but I didn't have the funding, didn't know how to do that. Um, and so I started kind of like just trying to figure that out, trying to reach out to different high schools in the area. But, uh, my network of baseball people wasn't very, I don't have like a network of baseball people in Florida yet. Um, so what I ended up doing was I was just reaching out to different high schools and there was this inner city high school that God really put on my heart, uh, Chamberlain. And I reached out to their coach and he said that they needed a, they needed a pitching coach. And so I've, I'm volunteering as the pitching coach there. And what I realized was I wasn't able to, I was, a, I was a pretty good athlete, but I was having a hard time being able to communicate like the complexity of pitching and like explaining it to kids who have never had like specialized training before and getting them, getting it to click for them. So I started doing a lot of research and that's kind of what, um, brought me across a lot of Brent's videos and he puts out a bunch of free content as I mean, his listeners would obviously know. And, um, it was like something just like clicked for me. I was like, wow, like I didn't do that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that when I was pitching like, and I was like, this, this stuff is amazing. I, I, I want to learn more. Um, and the, what, what ended up happening was I, I was just super appreciative over like the free stuff that he was putting out there. So I sent him an email and just said like, thank you. Told him a little about what I was doing. And, um, he had the generosity to just basically, uh, he said, Hey, come down, learn, learn our program, learn from me, like get the certification. And so you can teach your guys yeah. a little bit better. And I, I was, think it's cool. I think we need more um, of this information going into like, not just inner cities, but people that can't afford uh, to really pay what it takes to really just put it together, you know, yeah. the, the business behind it. So, I think you can really serve that purpose with unearth, um, get this information to those that are less fortunate as far as financially to be able to pay for it. So, um, hopefully that's what we're going to do. Right. Um, it, so where, where do you see unearth going? Like what's the ultimate goal with it? Um, is it something you want to grow or you just want to really serve the area you're in or what? Uh, I really think the ultimate goal is to, serve the community that we're in right now and try and build something um, sustainable that can that can help um, not only serve like the area itself but also serve the the micro churches and like the communities within like the underground network and the communities that they're trying to serve um, and ideally uh, create something almost like a social enterprise that uh, the profitability of the business isn't to become like immensely profitable or to like make a bunch of money. It's more to put more money into fixing certain problems within the area or fixing certain problems. So like one of the problems that I see in Tampa is just like a lack of access or lack of education around, um, good training in baseball, good training in soccer and, um, fitness overall in general. So we want to be able to provide, um, we want to be able to provide something and provide uh, a facility that people can use for not only 
they're just fun, but they can also use it for like reaching um, the people groups that they're a part of. Uh, so, I mean, this is obviously not just to those that are need, you know, financially need the support. I mean, you would, would you open it for, or is it open for anyone? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So cool. So like just the, I guess the nonprofit aspect of it is to be able to kind of not discriminate on who can come through the door. Right. So it really makes it open to everybody, which is, which is awesome. Um, would you recommend others that are out there that are thinking about doing academies, take this approach? I mean, what, what do you think about your experience with going nonprofit and trying to do more community outreach with it? What do you think? Um, I think it's definitely, it's definitely got its ups and it's definitely got its downs. <laughs> like, um, part of the benefit of, um, <clears throat> being a department of the underground is I didn't have to go through um, like the whole process to become a 501c3 because the underground network is already a 501c3 and unearthed is essentially a department of the underground network. Um, A41, the facility up in Birmingham, they went through that process and they, Nick was like, if I had to do it again, I might not have done um, that route. Yeah. It it was, it's just difficult because you have to, you have a board of directors, you have a lot of different things that kind of like hoops you have to jump through. Um, there, there is a cool thing. Um, this guy, Muhammad Yunus, he wrote a book called building social enterprises where, um, it's still a very new concept, but there's different, uh, business licensings that, uh, allow you to, um, essentially it's structured similar to an LLC, but it's a little bit more, um, it gives you more like tax write-offs or tax incentives. Um, I'm really, I'm blanking on like the name of it right now, but, um, I mean, I think that's, that's, that's important. Um, it, it, I mean, it is hard when you're trying to offer it to those, you know, less fortunate and you, you know, money becomes an issue. It's already an issue with baseball academies. Baseball academies already struggle keeping, staying profitable because in many cases, they're not like top velocity. They don't have prog- programs to sell. All they're selling is instructor time or facility space. And the facility space is the challenge because you need so much space to offer them and they don't want to pay a lot of money for it. Yeah. <laughs> so like the batting cages, there's only one batting cage here where we are and it's the Marucci hitting house. And it's because it's this new advanced way of doing these hitting house or these batting cage facilities, which is pretty awesome. Hopefully it takes off, but the old school model of like putting a few dollars in and, and getting, you know, uh, you know, a few hundred balls is just not going to pay the bills. So I think that is the hard part. So when you go nonprofit, it's like you're, you're, t- you're taking a, an, a, a, an approach that is potentially going to bring you in even less money unless you're really good at getting donations. And, yeah. and that's, that's something else that it's probably its own little beast, but so it's tough. And, and I mean, I, maybe one day I'll open a nonprofit, but I, I know it's going to be really challenging because it's already just really challenging to run a baseball business. And, and I could see, you know, it's great to hear what you're doing, but I'm sure it's, it's a really tough thing to go through. So if there's anyone out there who would like to donate, um, it, it would really help, um, Thomas t- talk about what they can do to donate. Yeah, um, our webpage that we have is uh, www.tampaunderground.com slash unearthed. Um, and that would take you to 
uh, unearthed specific page. Um, you could also check out like just Tampa Underground's website and see like that whole de- decentralized approach to uh, living out our call to just follow Jesus on this earth and reach the communities that we're in. Um, but, and that would just be the Tampa underground.com. But, um, if anyone wants to just check out what we're doing or see, um, any of that stuff, I'd recommend going to that website or you could check out our Instagram at unearth sports or at just at unearth sports. Um, our Facebook page is unearth sports complex. Um, yeah, and I think that's excellent too. It's good to know that you're faith-based because it, you know, too many people are in this business as coaches uh, for their own accomplishments as a coach, right? You know, to I want to develop major league baseball players, or I want to get recognized as a great coach and you know be written about, or you know maybe get a chance to go and coach at a D- Division One level or almost like a player again. A lot of people build these academies for their own aspirations as opposed to servicing others, which is really what they should be for. I always say that most coaches need to understand when they take off the uniform and they become coaches, they're now in customer service. Hmm. And you're strictly there to service your the client. So I, th- I really believe, I mean, I think it's great you're taking a faith-based approach with it because that's just showing that your focus is really on helping the 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 people coming in, your customers, as opposed to just trying to service and serve yourself. Yeah. And, and you know, so I admire you for that. That's awesome, man. Um, hopefully wish we had more facilities like that. Hmm. Um, probably would le- have less Twitter battles, wouldn't we? <laughs> 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 well, cool. So, um, so that's good. So they know how to find you and they know how to donate and support what you're doing. Um, I'll always uh, be supporting them so if anyone wants to reach out to us to get their uh, thomas's information or what they're doing with unearth please uh, do that and hopefully we can go out there and maybe do a camp one day i'd like to do that in tampa with with at your place and uh, help just drive people there so if anyone's in the tampa era area that would like to come by and check it out i mean did you give them an address you're at or you want to uh so the location that we're going to be moving to is still in university mall so if you search university mall um we're basically moving into the Sears for the next year, and then we're actually going to be moving again. Um, it's it's another temporary fix, but we'll we'll most likely be around University Mall for the foreseeable future. Um, and you could also always just like reach out to me. Uh, my number is four eight zero two five four three three six two. Just shoot me a text. Media? I'm also on social media. Yeah. Under what? Um, at Unearth Sports. And Unearth Sports Complex on Facebook. Yeah, cool. And uh, if if anyone's in the Tampa area that would obviously like to help, you're always probably looking for help. Yes. Uh, yes. You're looking for interns or coaches or anything. Uh, we're we're looking for interns right now. Um, anyone just, that wants to provide voluntary free service. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone who wants for to a good help cause, us. a good purpose, right? Yes. Well, good. Well, if you're in the Tampa area, please reach out to Thomas or us. We'll We'll direct you in the right direction. Any last words, man? Um, I just wanted to say I'm super appreciative for everything that you've done for me, Brent. Um, cool. And that I'm excited to continue learning, uh, excited to continue <laughs> picking on all these weaknesses that I'm finding in myself and helping, uh, helping me translate that to teaching the kids that I have to, you know, pitch better and 
keep their arms healthier so they don't blow out like a UCL or shoulder. Exactly. Healthy. It's important. Well, cool, man. Well, thanks for doing this and um, appreciate it. We'll put this out and we'll see uh, you guys on the next episode.